Hello, hello everyone. This is Claudia Delican, the rest coach, and we have Whitney Gee on with us today. So this is Tiny Rest with Audia Delican. And I'm excited because we're on video and we're also on my podcast. So definitely check out the live, well, not live, but the YouTube video because you get to see myself and Whitney and also I think it'll be a little bit more engaging. So thank you so much, Whitney, for joining us. And I'm going to actually read her bio. So she has a very interesting line of what she's been through over the past 15, 20 years. Whitney, is that correct? Yes. So so Whitney Gee is the co-creator of the internationally recognized wellness internationally recognized wellness retreat and coaching business. And it's called the whole experience. Uh, Whitney left. Uh, corporate America to seek her passion and Whitney partners with Tamika if I'm correct I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly to help women connect with a greater sense of of holistic wellness they seek to revolutionize the way women approach health and wellness so Whitney did receive her yoga certification which I think is awesome because I love yoga and she did it in India so definitely we're going to be talking about that because I'm so interested in knowing more about that also she's a certified personal trainer and a uh, practitioner, which I am thinking of doing. I'm in the works of doing that. So we'll be talking about that too. And um, she's just all about advocating for healthy um, lifestyle for women. So thank you, Whitney, for joining us today. I am so excited. Um, So definitely wanted to just have a little bit of an open dialogue because it's easier that way for other women to be able to engage and also listen to this um, podcast. So tell me more about the whole experience, because I actually joined it after um, we got together, and I was actually live and, uh, with her tribe, which is now my tribe, the tribe. So tell us more about the whole experience, Whitney. Yeah, Lottie, uh, Adi, I just have to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast, and you are such a wealth of information and inspiration. I love what you do. Um, I think rest is one of the most overlooked uh, components to a health and wellness journey, so I am just such a fan of yours, and I'm thrilled to have you not only in my tribe, but getting to co-create and collaborate with you is just such a dream come true. So um, to your question, the whole experience was the brainchild of myself and my business partner, Tamika. We were both in corporate America, and we hit kind of that proverbial burnout when I was like, there's got to be a better way. Um, And I was really just working nine to five plus some Um, And I just really, really recognized that I wasn't walking in my passion and I wasn't living a a lifestyle balance. And Tamika kind of was on that same trajectory. So we met at a cafe in Bali. And as it had it, we both had very similar passions and we were birthday twins, both born on August 29th. And we both just had birthdays. And I was like, I don't have anybody to celebrate with. She's like, me either. So we went out dancing. And that's how all best uh, relationships are formed is a good night out on the town. So Uh, We really put our heads together and we saw the retreat spaces being very linear. So it was really like you already had to look like you had a six pack to be at a lot of these retreats. And they didn't seem very inclusive. They didn't seem very representative representative of the diversity that Tamika and I represented. I'm Chinese American. She's Jamaican Canadian. And we really wanted a place for women of color and people of all backgrounds to come in and uh, all shapes and sizes and not have to feel like you have to be a certain way by the time that you get to this retreat space. So 
That was four years ago. Since that time, we have hosted retreats in Greece, Italy, Colombia, Bali, all over the world. And it's just been such an amazing experience. We've been recognized by AARP, Essence Magazine, Thrive. So to feel those accolades, not only from the media and from the public, but also from our tribe sisters who end up showing up. We have some clients that come to retreat after retreat after retreat. I see them more than my own parents, which I absolutely love because I'm traveling the world with these amazing women. Um, and we really focus about holistic wealth and balance. And I think, Adi, to your point, is like the first retreat that we ever hosted we were like, these women are coming to Bali. We're going to jam pack every single minute. And by day three, they looked like they had gone through war. Like they, <laughs> they were exhausted. It was like, wake up at 6 a.m., go for a workout. And then we're going to have yoga later. And we're going to go and see all these sites. And so we really had to implement rest. And that was such a key ingredient into our retreats, interestingly enough. Um, and then about two years ago, Tamika and I really started to develop more on a coaching practice that was very integral into the evolution that we seek to see within women. We've been coaching a lot in our own respective spaces. I'm a mindset coach. Tamika is a fitness coach. But we kind of put our two passions together in looking at that holistic realm, which I think is what a lot of people miss within a coaching program is they're all about the workouts or the macros and the food they're eating. But what we miss is the rest and the mindset. And so Tamika and I, at every program we do, everything we do is really about finding that holistic balance within our retreats, within our programs. It's about finding something you can actually sustain. Because if you can't sustain it, then it's going to be a short-term burn and then right back down to where you were. So our ethos is let's help women generate lifestyles that are actually work and joyful. I think that's what's so important. This life is about joy. So that's a little bit about our business and what we've kind of found our passion to be, which is just helping women thrive. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I love about your group. Um, when I joined and actually spoke, and I, and I thought about it because I was actually trying to find a group of women that I can actually see in person. Well, not really in person, but we were able to actually do videos, we were able to do lives, we were able to talk with each other, and I felt so comfortable and at peace. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna join. Like, what is it? it it's it's 40 bucks a month. And I think that's awesome because I get people to speak with. I have my coaches there that are, are helping me. And also I feel a balance. And I think that's one of those women that we tend to um, lack in our day-to-day -day lives is finding that balance and finding that group of people that we can speak to, even if it's not every day, but just trying to find a way to um, just peel off of people of their ideas, what they've been doing on a daily basis, their meal plans. And that's one thing I love about your program. So the meal plans with the whole um, the whole experience does comprise of more of a vegetarian, vegan, you can add a little meat to it. I was a vegetarian for quite a while, for several years, and I, and I went back to being meat because of my family, and things were just chaotic. So I decided today that I'm done. So I'm done with meat again. So I'm going back to being a vegan vegetarian right now. Get, I'm trying to get rid of the dairy, so I will get rid of the dairy very soon. But um, that's one thing that I love about this program. So so um, I would like to ask in terms of that balance. So so with the whole the whole um, uh, mind, body, and spirit. So I know with the program you have like yoga, you have like the full body fitness, and then you have your meal plan. So can you just, just talk about that in detail on what the plan does have? 
Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of women, particularly when they get kind of fixated, like the summer's coming up, okay, I got to shred. And we get super hyper-focused on how can I do it the most? We call them Debbie do it the most. And unfortunately, that's not really sustainable. And what you end up doing actually is overtaxing your system, which can lead to burnout, which can lead to your muscle fatigue, and it can actually take you longer to get into your goals. So it seems very counterintuitive, but without kind of incorporating something really holistic that incorporates some of our, our program is go out and get 10,000 steps in nature. Heck, go out and get 8,000 steps. Just get your body moving a little bit. And I think we kind of bring it back into looking at things like the blue zones. And those are some of the areas that have been identified as some of the healthiest people in the world. These people don't have gyms. They're not focused on their protein count or anything else, but they're living life and they're living life with community. They're moving their bodies daily. You know, they are able to find these ways to de-stress. And I think that's really important in trying to recognize that this isn't a, an approach where we're just like, okay, eat this, do that, and you'll lose 10 pounds. Like that is really against our ethos. It's great for if that's something that you need to do, but at the same time, to what end? Like I think a lot of us need to kind of take a step back and look at the long-term goal here of like, we're going to be on this health and wellness journey for the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years. So if it means waking up at 4 a.m. to do a HIIT workout every single day and eating boiled chicken and broccoli, is that a joyful life? Is that you would probably get some really great goals and gains, but I love what our women are able to see is that when you can lower down that cortisol that really starts inducing when you're really stressed out all the time and you don't have the ability to kind of move out of that stress state, when you're, especially as women, when we go into that state, our body goes, boom, hold on to everything because we don't know what's going on, particularly in the tummy region. So that's actually a really uh, targeted area for a lot of us because it's to protect the reproductive area. <laughs> so we're protecting the most important part and that's biological. So a lot of people are saying, well, I'm, I'm taking out of sleep. So I'm going to only sleep five hours a night and I'm going to just double down on my workouts and everything else. So what we take a step back and say, hey, let's make sure that we get to seven to eight hours of sleep. If it means we do a 20 minute workout and we get out and walk outside for 30 minutes, that's great. That's amazing. That's really a system that your body can sustain and is good for it in so many different ways. It starts lowering down that stress. It's something cathartic. Bring your family out. So it's a bonding experience and build in that community or accountability like our tribe has of like, let's be in this together. It doesn't have to be a solo mission. Totally agree. Totally agree. I, um, actually had in the last few weeks um, a lot of stress. And in my book, I, that's pretty much what you're saying is what I talked about. I wasn't able to find that balance. I wasn't resting. I had a newborn child. Again, I don't know why I did that, but being a late mom, lack of sleep. So for those women out there who are lacking sleep, um, resting, that does target your, your stomach area, especially with the cortisol level. And that's something I was talking about to my husband, um, wasn't last week, that I gained so much weight. Actually, I gained 10 pounds in the last few months. And it may, that's maybe nothing to anybody, but to me, that's a lot because personally, I like to walk, I love to run, I love to exercise, I love to eat healthy. But what was I lacking? I was not resting. So if you are... Now, raise your hand out there and say, okay, yes, I'm not sleeping. Then there's no way you're going to be able to lose that weight or be healthier and feel better if you're not getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep. I totally agree with that. So going into that area now, um, what, uh, what advice would you give to those women who are at that 
point where they're not losing weight. They feel like crud pretty much, and they're not eating well. What is one thing that you that's uh, besides sleep? What is another thing you would recommend for them? Absolutely. Uh, what we love to do is implement the one percent rule. I think a lot of us kind of say we get really bogged down by the macro picture and say like I need to lose twenty pounds like yesterday, and that seems like a really lofty goal. In the habits that you have now and the lifestyle that has created and generated that situation, it's going to be very difficult to kind of dig yourself out of that and bring yourself to a state of equilibrium in order to get into that twenty pound of weight loss. And so, what we say is break things down. Give yourself so much love and compassion. Like it's so much of a mindset game and they are doing more and more studies that show the placebo effect, you know, and the nocebo effect and the fact that our brain and our thoughts about something have so much power. So if you can just kind of give yourself that compassion and grace, boom, that's step number one. And number two is to really implement that small scale implementation of the 1% rule. And what does that look like? Okay. Say I drink one cup of water a day and I know I need to get that closer to maybe eight cups or a little bit different depending on my weight. But hydration game is so important and something pretty easy to do because, you know, we're sitting at desk most of the day. We can just drink a little water. So if I'm drinking one cup a day, I'm going to see if maybe next tomorrow I can drink half a cup more and then maybe a, a little half a cup more and I can incrementally work my way up and just doing a little bit more. Or maybe it's that I'm not moving my body at all can I set an alarm just to move my body for five minutes? And that feels good. I have a little bit more energy and endorphins. So maybe the next day I can set it for seven minutes. And if you can just really honor and celebrate those small wins, you're going to gain the momentum and the energy that's going to take you farther rather than being like, oh, I didn't do the 10,000 jumping jacks I said I was going to do today. I might as well just quit. And we do that heck at our all clause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I lost you know, I never believe in diets and never believe in really in setting those things and I kind of stayed away from it. I always did my own little thing, but I felt as I was getting older, I needed that push, I needed that encouragement. I did do some other things, I'm not gonna really mention it here, but I felt that I didn't have that culture and the tribe to help me push forward. So I'm glad that your program definitely will help other women to be able to um, find that balance, find that rest, and be able to feel better for themselves. And definitely, it's not about weight loss, ladies. It's not about um, um, uh, trying to eat healthy all the time, but it's just to make those little changes, as you said, Whitney, each and every day, so that you, so that you can feel better for yourself and for your family and for your loved ones. And um, with that, uh, one question I would like to ask is um, in area of goals, so goal setting. So you mentioned about the 1% rule, saying those um, those those um, small goals each day. So when it comes to exercise and um, just finding a balance, and even with the meditation, which I love to do on a daily basis, and I love those four to five minute meditation videos that you do, or yeah, um, it's really nice because that's the, that, uh, that's the first thing I do. So when I wake up, I um, that's in my Bible, then I actually listen to meditation and just sit still for a minute. And a lot of us don't sit still. I think in this society, we move so much from the time we wake up till the time we go to bed. Our minds are going 100 miles per hour. We don't let go of everything. We, that's, we try to help everybody but ourselves. So I saw in your Facebook, that's on Facebook today. I just peeked because I was looking. 
So I was like, well, Whitney's online. I'm like, I can't get on because I'm working, but I hate to see what you were uh, talking about after. And you were mentioning about your daily routine. So first thing in the morning, which I love, because I believe that first thing in the morning is about you, not about anyone else. So what are, are a few things that you didn't mention today in your live that you usually do? Yes, a morning routine, and it's taken me years to really figure out a good morning routine that I can keep up with consistently, because I used to be like, okay, I want a five-hour morning routine, and I'm going to do all the trending things, um, and it's, it's really hard to keep up with everything. You know, you want to make a green juice, and you want to do this and that, and it, the reality is, is there's some mornings where you've got 20 minutes, sweetheart make the best of it. And so I just like buck up and I say, okay, what can I do for myself? That's really going to help me thrive. And so what I think is what really helpful for me is like, I have my toolbox and I have the toolbox that has the mindfulness, um, an element of moving something to really align myself with my goals, um, something to really nourish my body. And then from there, I can kind of pick and choose depending on my time frame and what I've got going on. But I'll walk you through a couple of things that I love to get done every morning. So the first thing is to start with meditation or gratitude. Um, if it's winter and it's cold, you know, even just rubbing your hands together a couple of times, placing them over your heart and just think of three things that you're incredibly grateful for. That can be just such a beautiful moment to move us out of this scarcity mindset that you know, we're thinking about what we don't have and what we have to go do and this kind of this icky feeling where we're thinking like, gosh, I have a beautiful life. I have a wonderful family. I have a roof over my head. If we can kind of start really recognizing the macro picture in terms of that, it really helps set the tone for the day. And they say that what you set yourself up for to notice and be aware of is what you'll see more of. So if you notice the abundance surrounding you, the love, the positivity, that typically ends up being more of what you receive in your life. So I try to set myself on that trajectory to the best of my ability. Um, I also do things like I'll have my warm lemon water while I might read through my intentions or my affirmations. So I do something called habit stacking. So sometimes days are short and timelines are tight. And so if I do habit stacking, then it allows me to pack more into my time. So while I'm doing one good habit, I'm doing another. So while I'm drinking my warm lemon water, I'm setting up my intentionality and particularly for wellness goals, for entrepreneurs, it's really important to get yourself into that mindset. We hit no like a million times a day. So as much as I can, I want to align myself with why I'm walking in this purpose, why I'm walking in this passion. Another couple of things I do is a cold shower, super great for your vascular system, a really good boost of energy. I, I live in Hawaii currently. So my days start at 5am because I'm chasing the East, um, East Coast time zone, which is five hours later. So by the time I wake up, even at 5am, my clients are eating lunch. And so it's like, I need to be up and going. I don't have time to kind of ease my way into my day. So the cold shower is super good for me, boosts your immune system, gets the blood stimulating throughout the whole body. And then I typically try to do some kind of movement and always nourishing my body. Even if I'm on the go, I take the time to get myself something really good at nourishing because that's what helps me thrive. There's a lot of different debate about intermittent fasting and doing bulletproof coffee. And I think on that note, it's just about finding what helps you thrive. If I don't eat a good breakfast, everyone will know because I will be very grumpy. <laughs> so it's about hangry. That's awesome. So it's similar with what I do in the mornings. Um, so most of the time, because I have low, well, not little ones, but I have a four-year-old who's soon to be five, but she still wakes up at night. So um, depending on how I go for my day, I try my best to wake up early fast. And anybody's used to it now, so I'm like, like I don't even need a lot of clock. I just wake up and we start the day. So usually at about five, five thirty, I try to sleep about five thirty-ish. 
I get up, do my prayers, do my meditations. If there's any exercise with the program, I do the exercise. Um, then also I have my notebook, which I have here, and I write down some stuff that I want to do, my meal plans. That's one thing that I'm still working on because I have never really formed a habit with meal plans because uh, being from a big family, we always cook, you know, large and you throw in the freezer and you go and look and see what you want to eat. So that's something that I'm still working on. I've never been good about it. But um, uh, that's what I've been doing for the past three weeks now with this um, plan that's with your project. And that has actually worked for me. Um, and also, I try to write affirmations. Few affirmations down and things I'm thankful for. And then also try to take a walk if I can, and if, if I have enough time, um, at least two miles. So this morning I took a two-mile run because I really just felt I need to run. Like, I don't want to walk. I need to run and run it off because I just feel I need to lay off my chest. So I ran two miles. And then I try to do yoga stretch. stretch. So yoga has been something that I have actually incorporated this year. It's been something that I've set each and every day. So I know you're a yoga instructor and you're certified, and um, I would love you to tell me what, what are a few things that you feel that are beneficial for those who, who want to start yoga? Because I know a few people that say that, oh, it's hard, but I know if it's just a five minute, even starting five minutes a day to just do a few simple stretches, does a whole lot of wonders, especially if you have back pain, shoulder pain, I'm one of them, and I've done that, and, and it has actually improved with my stretching. So to use some benefits of yoga for those who are interested. I love this question um, because I am obviously a huge, huge supporter of yoga. Um, and I always equate this to, you don't want to put sunscreen on after you're already burnt, right? So I think we kind of take our flexibility and mobility for granted a lot of times until we don't have it anymore. And then we're like, oh, ow, my back hurts. Oh my gosh, like what's going on in my body? So if we can be preemptive with it and really start to hone in this practice now, it is going to pay out tenfold. And one of the things that I absolutely love about yoga as well as it's just not it's not just a movement right it's a movement combined with a mindset tool to really help you find alignment in the in yoga philosophy they really say that asanas which are the yoga postures are helping heal our body so that we may be more peaceful and mindful and so it's helping kind of alleviate all these things that we're going through as humans that really aren't characteristic of what a typical human would do back in the hunter and gather days we're not meant to sit on computers all day and do these things that really start to develop and come into physical manifestations that will start to become ailments over time if not addressed so uh, one of the examples that i love to use is that my dad actually um, has he's pre-diabetic diabetes runs in my family and so he actually came with me to India and he got his yoga teacher certification he's one of the oldest people that they've ever have go through the program um, and through changing his lifestyle and diet he's been able to stay below the blood sugar levels um, that he has to in order to get on the medication so I think it's so important for us to recognize that it's not just about a physical appearance, it's not just about mobility, but it's also about the internal levels and stress and inflammation and some of these things that can really be addressed through lifestyle can be mitigated through being preemptive and changing that lifestyle now. Like we have the ability to prevent the sunburn. Let's go ahead and like put the sunblock on and really start taking the steps so that when we're 50, 60, we'll be dancing, we'll be bowling, running after the grandkids, whatever it is. And I think it's really important that we take a step back and say like, you know, when you're doing yoga, you're actually able to 
We believe um, increase your lung capacity. You're able to give massages to your internal organs. All of these things can really help lower blood sugar, lower blood pressure, um, reduce stress and anxiety. So I think particularly in this time when we are pushed to our limits in so many different ways, um, yoga can be one of those really saving grace moments where I'll be having a stressful day. I'm in my office. My yoga mat's actually laid out behind me. I'll just lay it out and I'm like, I'm taking a 10-minute yoga break. It's not turning myself into a pretzel. It's just taking some deep breaths and stretching my body and reconnecting within. That's awesome. Yeah, that's something I try to do on a daily basis. And then, um, yeah, because I work eight hours, same like this. So, and I see my chiropractor. So, yeah, usually the shoulder. So, so for those who are that love to sit like me, it's always good to move too. So, so the same way you said, ten minutes with the yoga break, get up and just move. Bend yourself. Don't stay in the same position for eight to ten hours because we because our bodies were not meant to be like that. That's the honest truth. So, um, yeah, definitely. So we are I, like I just feel like I need to just keep on talking for the next several hours, Whitney, because this is so much wealth of information. I just and that's, I just love you so much. You're you're such a, a light to all of us, and especially to our tribe, and especially to Nika too. So you both are just so awesome. Um, I totally enjoy being part of all that's going on and i'm so happy that you're able to be in this podcast and for those who are interested on being part of the whole experience i will be putting the link in the comments for youtube and also in the podcast so if you're interested on being part of the whole experience being part of the tribe of women out there there's over a thousand people um they have helped with their own lifestyle there's over 100 women in the tribe right now that we're all speaking with each other we're all connecting there's so many activities on a weekly basis just wealth of information so definitely thank you so much whitney for being part of this podcast and for those who are interested on joining definitely check out the link and make sure you're subscribing to this channel subscribe to the podcast and share 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 with everybody because the whole point is to help all of us women to find rest in their journey. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Whitney, for your time. And may you find rest in your journey. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast. Definitely make sure you are subscribing to the channel. We love your comments. We love your feedback. And definitely make sure you're rating this. And also, we're inspired by you to give us feedback on other topics you would love to listen to. So from me to you, may you find rest in your journey. Thank you so much and enjoy your week.